0: hey everyone welcome to another episode of career retrospectives
1: coming to you live once again from our individual houses right here on zoom on youtube i am joined by my good man mike and cow kyle whatever his name is what's going
2: on guys Moo. oh
0: I, I don't know what's going on over here everyone's acting crazy we the best
1: podcast y'all <laughs> <laughs> uh for those of you who are listening to us, we have our filters on. That's just letting you know. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna have some fun tonight as we discuss, break down, give initial impressions, favorite tracks, and whatnot of Taylor Swift's brand new album, Midnights. Oh boy. I'm, I am I, I I don't even know like should I go first on this one or just does Kyle want to go first? Do we have any, nah, any-
2: you could take this one first? Oh, his no. name is towel
1: i love it
0: like we're going we're
1: talking i about think Cowell. this is going to
2: be an interesting one because i think we have a we have one big fan one person that's not a fan and then someone just right in the middle so jt from the middle i think uh i think it makes sense for you to go first on it. middleman
1: yeah i am so ready, like dude i'm so ready man like i got my glasses on <laughs> i'm <am> ready to.
0: <laughs> it's midnight
1: man i gotta yo it's gotta midnight leave. We're talking (laughs) about Taylor Swift's Midnight, y'all. These video filters are going to kill me. Oh, my God. Anyways, I digress. Taylor Swift's Midnight. So as a not a massive fan, not a low key fan, I am an average going fan of Taylor Swift. I have enjoyed a lot of her work over the course of her career so far, truthfully. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Lover quite a bit. I actually enjoyed the single she put out with Panic of the Disco, Me. There was some of her more recent stuff before COVID hit. I actually enjoyed, I mean, full disclosure, everyone, Shake It Off and Style are some of my, my biggest guilty pleasures, but they are really great songs at the same time, too. Shake It Off is more of a guilty pleasure, but that's me. But um, uh, because I can secretly be hiding somewhere going, shake it up, shake it up. And then <laughs> sorry, yes, yeah, I do that in my spare time. I know it's ridiculous. But going into 2020 when everything was changing in the world, Taylor Swift did put out two more albums that I know, and we may have may, may or may not have not have discussed this on our on our podcast here. But uh we all have different opinions of what she did there. Some hated, some loved. I didn't mind it personally but it wasn't it wasn't my like more i i was it was at a left field i was like oh my god she can do this but it was not like in the ideal thought process i thought she would do she did folklore she did evermore and then we get to 2022 where she puts out midnights where we are right now for me this was a a pop album nonetheless to me but at the same exact time i i I really enjoyed what I heard coming out of, I feel like it was a step up, personally, coming off of Evermore, folklore and Evermore, which were just like very different styles for her, very different takes on stuff for her. But going into this one, it was, I felt like it was, it, she kept the slow vibe of her music, but the pop sound started to return a little bit, truthfully. I felt that she actually... Some of, and I was in shock that she was, I mean, not, not fully, but I was in shock that there's just in some most of her pop songs on this album. She was like saying, I'm not gonna say I'm here, but the F-word, she was saying, like, you know, the S word. She was saying a lot of explicit language in her songs, which is something that's out of left field for her, truthfully, in my eyes, at least growing up with her over as time has gone and stuff like that. But that's so going into this album, I was like, all right, I'm excited. Folk going over had me a little bit like confused, like what's going on. But this album, to me, was a step up and more in the pop direction. Um, but it was not like it's not your typical pop in a sense. It's very it's not really like your average. Hey, everybody, it's me. We're all gonna. Get it. It's not like that high. It's not that high energy pop music. I mean, there's a couple songs that are kind of like that. But the the a lot of these songs are like laid back pop. I, I almost got like an indie vibe. I'm not the biggest indie guy per se, but. i I, Overall, I did like what I heard for the most uh, for the most part, and uh, I have my 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 standout tracks when we'll get there. But overall, I enjoyed what I heard for the most part. Nothing crazy to critique on too much per se. We'll we'll get into the track listing and stuff in a little bit, like I said. But for me, I I, overall I liked what I heard. It was a very it was a it's her going in a different direction, and I liked that truthfully. Who wants to go next?
2: Cowell. All right, cowl. I'll take it next. So unlike JT, who's more of just a your casual fan, uh, I've been a big fan of Taylor Swift for, uh, God, since her Speak Now album. Wow. Uh, years and years ago. That's really what got me into her. You know, I knew the songs before that. Obviously, the radio hits, all this and that. Uh, I am done with this background now, or this filter. We're having way too much fun up here uh anyway yeah so i will say i was not the biggest fan of her last two releases folklore and evermore were both i i don't like indie i don't like any really really any indie music it's just not for me i find it boring uh the lack of any kind of exciting instrumentation on those albums really killed them for me. Mm-hmm. I do think that if you took the best songs from both of those albums and put them together, you would have had one great record. That's not what we got. That's not to say it doesn't have some great songs on there. It does. I'm more of a fan of your pop style, Taylor Swift, the fun, fun music, things like that. And even her sad music back, you know, in the day, it was still like exciting in a way. Like it was still really good. The instrumentation still had something to offer. So going into this record, I wasn't sure what to expect. I was worried we're getting more of the same, which in retrospect, like looking back and we kind of did, but we got it kind of mixed with her previous styles. Like this record brought back a lot of hints of reputation, a lot of hints of, the slower songs from lover um, mixed with her singer songwriter style from folklore and evermore, which I think she has fallen into this singer songwriter trap. It's not just her. It's something that a lot of singer songwriters fall into where once they get into that mode where it's like, all right, I got to write all this serious poetic music. They then get into this trend of, I can no longer write fun simple like simplistic pop songs or like just a fun simplistic song i think she's fallen into that trap this album had a lot of great songs on it which we'll get into but the production on this killed me the amount of tracks with minimalistic instrumentation yes it's pop it's not folk indie like the last two but i think there's a lot of recency bias that we're all seeing for this record, oh, it's a new Taylor Swift record! Yay, great. But in my opinion, it's nowhere near her top work. I'll get into when we talk about the songs. But there's this atmospheric drone that goes on like song to song, just in the background of every song almost. Kills a lot of it for me. Makes a lot of them sound the same. Her voice has a lot of unnecessary reverb and after effects on it, mm. on way too many of these tracks. She does weird on a couple of the tracks, most notably Midnight Rain. She does these weird, low-pitch-shifted vocals that don't work. I think that production-wise, there's a lot of interesting choices, to say the least, many of which not for the better. Uh, I'll leave it at that for now and turn it over to Mike. Oh,
0: wow. All right. Well, I'm sorry, I got it's a little hot in here. got to take off my jacket here. My bad. Sorry. Oh sorry.
1: no, here it goes.
0: Oh, Mike disappeared. Uh, there he is. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got my, I hate it shirt on just for this, uh, for uh, this review. Yes. Unfortunately. Uh, we're gonna um, uh, Show this? it
1: share it. Uh, what do you say? Show it and share it. It's okay. <laughs> I hate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God this was a painful painful album to listen to for me um i definitely came into this hoping we were getting the fun taylor swift that like wasn't gonna be music to like fall asleep to and like essentially that's what this was it was like literally i was reading about it and it was like oh these are the songs that describe sleepless nights and i'm like dude I already have enough tr- trouble staying awake for a lot of like some of the pop music's like, you know, slow kind of like barely a beat in the background kind of things. And I'm like, OK, this is going to be a uh, killer for me. And this was it, this was tough. This was really tough. So, um, you know, coming into I mean, I'm asking me about pop is like asking a, a mechanic to tell you about ballet you know what i mean like it's like i have the least uh you know interest knowledge or even kind of uh you know uh no no know how of the of the genre so um yeah so definitely this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough a villain role for me today and Uh i'm sure all the swifters they're coming for me they're coming for me expected that I know this is such a twist of a uh, twist and turn of fate here. I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, yeah. So um, definitely came into this not expecting the the almost anemic uh, pace of every song. It was just, um, you know, I, at, at times I had to, you know, just like slap myself in the face just to keep myself awake. So, yeah, it was, it was tough
1: well yes, mm-hmm. yes. yeah
0: <laughs> we'll expect Ooh. a lot of thumbs downs for this video uh jt i apologize for that in advance <laughs>
1: oh, no, it, <laughs> we'll it, just edit me. out
0: all of mike's parts <laughs> yeah out no. and,
1: and from Don't what worry. i hear
0: the taylor fan base is very brutal i'm sure i'll be getting a brick through the window as oh, well i'm sure oh my yeah God. So.
1: well listen just uh, mike just want really to know we, 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 i do cut up the show into career retrospective segments Okay. Uh, and I upload them to our channel separately. I will cut out your segments
2: and <laughs> Thank post you. it separately. Put Mike's segments completely on its own. Yeah, uh,
1: exactly, exactly. You know what? I might just put Mike's Mike's segments up only.
0: My name <laughs> is <one>. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> my
1: name is Cowell.
0: Cowl. Because he was a cow, Cowell. whatever. <laughs> oh my. Simon Cowl.
1: Oh my God! Well. Anyways, let's jump over to our, our track listing show. I'll read off the track listing, as I always try to, at least, or if I can pronounce these damn things anymore. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I try so hard, guys. I really do. Um, Oh, boy. And we we did the 3 a.m. edition, correct? Just want to make sure we're talking about that, right? I,
2: I listened to every edition of this, so I'll talk uh, about all of it.
1: Okay. You, you can talk about the more 3 a.m. edition of Midnight's,
2: I, I will bring off the 3 a.m edition the target edition i got all of it don't worry
1: oh kyle came ready <laughs> tonight let's go
2: i, I listened to the, the 3 a.m edition too because i ended up i thought
0: what he said 3 a.m edition i thought that was some special thing that they were only releasing for people who are showing up to whatever okay. and I, then i found it yeah then i found it and i was like oh i guess i'll go through that too so
1: yeah. Yeah, you're like, all right, whatever. No, no. Um,
0: yeah,
1: whatever. <laughs> whatever, man. It's, it's a weed. Whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, but lavender haze, moron. I mean, maroon. Uh, anti-hero, snow on the beach, featuring Lana Del Rey. I'll, I'll, I'll chime on her in a second if you want. But uh, you're on your own, kid. Midnight rain. Question. Vigilante. Shit. Bejeweled. <laughs> Labyrinth. Karma. Sweet nothing mastermind. And if to jump over to the 3am edition track listing part, the Great War bigger than the whole sky, Paris, high infidelity, glitch woulda could have should have and dear reader. And the, and the midnight's deluxe CD, how could we forget about this part? Uh, it hits, hits different you're, you're on your, you're on your you're on your own kid strings remix and sweet nothing piano remix. Good God. All right, uh, that's the track listing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do, I have to share, do I have to really have to share my own standout tracks first?
2: Yeah, go for it. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> cringe. <laughs> Smoking. Yes. Uh, well, I, I'm going to start by saying that moron. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> moron 5, what? Um, <laughs> Jordy? <laughs> J- J- Jordy, what's going on? <laughs> uh, uh, no, no. Um, but truthfully, the ones that I went back to uh, – a lot in the past three to two or three days, four days, whatever it was. Um, once for me personally, was uh, Snow on the Beach with Lena All uh, You're On Your Own Kid, and really Lavender Haze. I don't know, like because the front, for whatever reason, those three tracks, the first half of the album really just stuck out to me much more then the rest of the um i mean it, it, one might say it felt like front-loaded in a sense but the, for me personally it was like lavender haze anti-hero snow on the beach and you're on your own kid and i was like all right and then afterwards i was like i remember i'm driving i'm going to boston this past weekend right and i'm, dr- we're dr- I'm driving up there i'm like saying to my own stuff I'm like i'm starting to fall asleep here <laughs> I was like I'm, I'm driving like up on the highway and I'm like I was about to say I wanted to say to my, my girlfriend, I was like, Do you mind if we change it? <laughs> but she's like, No, we have to listen to it. I didn't ask her that <laughs> because I know she wanted to listen to it, but don't kill me. I love you. Don't kill me. <laughs> but, but, but for me, this album was like very, like if we're just talking about the first 13 tracks on the standard edition of Midnight's. Uh for me personally, lavender haze, Anthony Harris, "Snow on the Beach" featuring Lena Del Rey, and "You're on Your Own, kids. So tracks one, three, four, and five. That and how oh, could we more on? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my. The, those are my personal standards. There's something about like, and also Lena Del Rey I, as, as an artist. Actually, I Actually, really like. I, I discovered her a couple years ago, and she's actually pretty not 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 that bad in my eyes. Um, I have to listen to her more to. to then I didn't initially, but that's a whole the conversation for another time. But uh, you know that kind of like surprised me. Oh, she's featuring Del Rey on there. That's kind of interesting. That's why it stuck out to me. But uh, yeah, Lavender Hayes, Antihero, Snow on the Beach, You're on Your Own, Kid, and the rest of them. I was like questioning my existence for a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better word. I actually have the I hated the shirt on.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: but yeah, um, but those are my tracks. I mean, outside of those four or five, whatever I said that's really it for me. I mean, it, Cause the rest of the album is just like, it's all, it's like, it's quiet. It's experimental. Don't get me wrong. It's very experimental, but that's one of the, one of the things that I th- I felt turned off, turned off relief for me a little bit. Truthfully. Uh, I felt like there could have been more like a, of a pop experimentation rather than a indie folk pop experimentation. I, w- I wish she would have been a little bit more like upbeat and pop. That's me personally, but we have the, album we have, and that's going to be that. Um, Who would like to go next, the villain or Cowl?
2: I got it. I got it. Cowl. Cowl.
1: So I'm more
2: positive of an opinion than (laughs) JT does. Not much. Not much, though. Uh, I'll start with my favorites. By far, my favorites on this Anti Hero, without a doubt, the best track on here. Specifically, talking about the standard edition. Uh, Snow on the Beach, surprisingly was up there for me.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I I was really worried when I saw Lana Del Rey's name on there. She's an <laughs> artist that I do not like at all. I've never found a single song by her that I've enjoyed. Um, heard that said, her contribution to the song, pretty negligible. I think she says three words throughout the entire thing. Pretty sure she just said oh, four words. I think she says snow on the beach a couple times, and that's really all I could pick out from her. Fine with me. Uh, <laughs> karma i thought was really good brought back some more of that fun pop sounds really wish that that was more what we got on here i would also say uh my other favorite one that was right up there at antihero the two tens from this album there's only two of them was antihero and then from the target deluxe edition hits different hits different is the most upbeat fun pop song from this record how this didn't make the actual album well it astounds me to this day (laughs) from the minute i heard it i was like why why would you not put this on the actual record that had like hit single potential behind it as is antihero i think she did a great job picking antihero as the lead single even though prior to the album coming out there was no singles released there's nothing released from it which i think was another reason that this kind of let me down a little bit was all of the promotion for it all the aesthetic does not line up for the sound that is within here all the (laughs) aesthetic leads to like a kind of like a stevie nicks fleetwood mac type vibe that is not what's on here at all what is on here isn't bad it's very minimalistic pop which is really what's been the trend for the past uh, i'd say three or four years maybe even a little bit longer it's not for me it's not the biggest it's not my biggest um forte but those are the songs that really stood out to me other ones i do think i do think they're all good songs with the exception of three which i'll get into in a minute i would say that this is a record full of a bunch of like seven and eights there's nothing like it, extremely good about them but i would still consider them good songs that i put into my rotation and a lot of them are good like background music i'm just gonna be real now i'm gonna move on to the songs that i don't care for <laughs> no no no
0: no no the songs <laughs> you hate kyle you're not getting on uh, the side of the- we'll get there mike we'll get there Okay. Oh, oh so this is your mid,
2: this is your mid These, category.
0: Are, these are my mid. Are oh, my mid.
2: okay. All right. I um, thought maybe you were taking a, an, now, uh, you know. The Great War from the 3am edition. Insanely boring. It has some cool, it's one of the most forgettable songs on here. It has some cool lyrics, and like when you're listening to it, you can kind of like visualize what she's going for. But after it's over, I'm like, what I now forget the song. Um, not surprised to see that Aaron Dessner is a writer on that I'm not a huge fan of her work with him I'm not a big fan of him in general is what it is but other than that songs like um, Bejeweled it's good but it just has again some questionable production choices the, like the chorus is catchy there's just something about it that's just like cringy <laughs> I don't know if that's the production choice of the putting like the sound effects in there. Those are probably my only like mid ones. The rest are like, they're about sevens, sevens to eights. Like, again, I do agree with JT, your point, the beginning of the album, I think is definitely stronger than the end for the most part.
1: You might say it hits different.
2: <laughs> oh, I definitely can.
0: <laughs> now, no. JT, that's my to, thing uh... to do.
2: That's my <laughs> thing sorry. to do. I was the ones that I absolutely hate. Let me also just mention vigilante shit here. Oh, no. I already knew I wasn't going to like this song just based on the title. I knew it was going to be cringy. And I was right. What I didn't expect was this to be insanely boring. I expected like cringy lyrics with like a reputation style, like dark pop beat or something. Nope. This is just Taylor Swift's attempt to be Billie Eilish. It doesn't work. The worst part about it is I could see it being a great song because in my head, I'm like, all right, she could build it up right here and go into like a powerful chorus or like, nope, doesn't happen. Just stays on the same whispery wavelength the entire time of yes. her just trying to be angsty. Don't care for it. Now again, to the ones I actually hate. Bigger than the whole sky. I know everyone seemed to love that song because it's so sad. I get it. People love the sad stuff. I think it's just boring. It's so, so boring. (laughs) There's nothing in it. It just sounds to me, it sounds like a leftover from folklore evermore. I know it's not. I know she specifically said she wrote all this afterwards, whatever. I, I do believe that the subject material is about like a miscarriage. And if that did happen to her, very sad. Doesn't make a song good though. Now, my least favorite song, and I hate this song. There you (laughs) go, Mike. There There you go. (laughs) Labyrinth is one of the worst songs I think she's ever put out. It is way too long. She does this weird breathy, airy vocal throughout the entire thing. It does nothing but the same thing throughout the entire song. Again, with the breathy, airy vocals, it's Has that reverb going on. Nothing about this one I like. I skip it every single time. And yeah, that pretty much sums up the ones I really, really don't like. (laughs) Everything else I think is pretty above average. They're all things I would add to a playlist. I hate some choices within those songs, but she tends to redeem them throughout other parts of the song, like Midnight Rain, for example. I actually enjoy that song could have been much higher without those pitch shifted vocals what the point behind those were I couldn't tell you I don't know if it's supposed to sound like a conversation with a guy but at that point why not just get a featured artist to do a guy vocal on it I don't understand it I don't think it's great I also hate the lyrics specifically in the chorus of question because I don't know what the hell she's talking about I don't know what kind of scenario that is that she's referring to, but it's a scenario that I don't think anyone has ever found themselves in ever. And it's also a, just a huge run-on question. I hate it. Um, I'm just going to read the lyrics in case you guys don't know the part I'm talking about. Let's have it right here. Which song are you talking about? Uh, question question did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room and every single one of your friends was making fun of you but 15 (laughs) seconds later they were clapping too then what did you do what (laughs) scenario is that and that's that i don't think anyone anyone has ever found themselves in that scenario it doesn't make sense it bothers me every time i hear it (laughs) but otherwise the song it's a well-done song like if i get past that lyric (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Mike, your turn to be the villain here. There you go.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) There he goes.
2: Are you you really going to make me explain
0: why I hate this? Tell me what songs you loved. I hate (laughs) this album. (laughs) I mean, in the words of Kyle, I absolutely hate this. Oh, my God. Like, it literally barely is able to just, it, it doesn't even, it feels like AI wrote. The beats and the person singing is unaware of what the beats are going to do. So they're just just plodding along. Just there's no direction there. It literally feels like no one even put any thought into orchestrating or kind of like communicating the the parts of the song with the vocals so it's just kind of there in the background um i can't stand music like that um and it's just completely something i can't even rate i almost could rate this 0 because it's just to me it's not music and i hate to say those words but it like it's barely music it's just it could be a cappella for all i know so um you know just if i'm able to pick a i mean These are my fives. I hate to say that. These are my fives out of tens. And those are vigilant uh anti I almost said vigilante shit. Wow. Boy, if I could take those words back, but anti-hero. Uh I even I even had the pleasure of watching the music video. I don't know if you guys did this Uh, as well. it's a great (laughs) video. Um, and like it's the only thing that redeemed like the parts of the music i didn't like it's got some interesting quality to it but um it's it's also kind of like self like in a way she's kind of like boosting her uh image of herself by having all these people talk about her at her own funeral and they're all like oh you named your this after her how dare you do that you know it's her it's her kids or whatever um uh and yeah like it's the only song on the on the entire record that i actually it got stuck in my head other than that majority of them were gone except maybe a select few other songs um yeah so that there's there's my there's my top rated track uh antihero and then (laughs) kyle without fail we we are on perfect sync that uh the bigger than the whole sky actually got a higher rating Uh, than dude without a doubt i can even show you on my thing i mean you i'm sure you believe but it's the only one i rated besides um you're on your own kid which i agree you know what's crazy about you're on your own kid it's almost like it's building up it could have been like a pop kind of rock song the -hmm. way it's like strumming and it's kind of like building and i'm like here it's gonna take off here it comes and it just never does. It's just this building kind of guitar in the background that's very faint and feels like it's going to get louder and more like intense, but it just continuously just flirts with the buildup. And then it just kind of gets louder, but it doesn't do anything. And then it just, it's, it's, the song is over.
2: So Yeah, yeah you're on your own.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then once we once we reached once we passed those songs, I mean Midnight Rain question, vigilante shit, um Bejeweled, I mean, I they're barely noticeable. Bejeweled was cringy with the whole her voice was like the way she did those like the shimmer. like I literally I just I oh god, I I ran out of beer. But anyway, um yeah, like you know I, I God, it was terrible. But uh, yeah, and then Labyrinth, honestly, I may have fallen out of my chair and hit my head because I don't even remember that song happening. I, I listened to this, the album three times. So I believe it's like when you drive through a dead zone and your cell phone loses signal. It literally, I that was the dead zone because I don't even remember that song. But yeah, and then God, it was just once we got to the end, I was just like, and then I got to the 3 a.m. edition. And yeah, like I said, the the Great War was just, yeah. Sad, um, bigger than the whole sky. You know, it was sad, and I think that's why I liked it because I'm a sad person. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm sure a lot of the Swifters are gonna come after me and are gonna call me lots of names. I'm sure, but hey, bring it on. You know, I'm I have a role to play here, so you know, um, yeah. And then just I honestly have nothing else to say about this album except it just feels so empty and it feels just devoid of any pacing um i mean the 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 media world loves it i've looked at all the reviews there's only one or two out of every single media review site that said it was uh a great album and blah, blah 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 like one of them only one of them i think had the balls to say anything other than that you know like majority of them say it's you know it's like a 7.5 or an 8 out of 10 i think they're i think that's the general consensus of of what they're saying so
2: yeah um all some i got higher. what'd you say some of that even higher a lot of the reviews are with i think it debuted with like a metacritic score <clears> whatever, like 98 yeah oh my god that's crazy but yeah yeah i really it's have my world record for
0: <clears> most <throat> amount of streams for an album in a single day Ninety percent, like, the, yeah, man, I'm in the top. I'm in the three percent, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, <clears throat> I'm in the
2: bottom three, man. I'm in the barrel. If
1: people on so, berserk, yeah. man, just look at this for a second. It's like,
2: I think there's a lot of like a, <clears throat> a lot of recency bias with this record. It's right. it's good. I do think it's good. <clears throat> I, mean, I enjoy it. I don't think it's anywhere near as good as people are saying. <clears throat> I see, like on. Just different like pages, like the Reddit pages and Instagram, <clears throat> social media, YouTube. Everyone's freaking out. Like, this is her best work. It's so good. The lyrics are so good. I'm like, the lyrics can be good, that's fine. But the music that's <clears throat> backing it up is boring as hell. <laughs> right. And again, I like I said earlier, that if you think it's that singer-songwriter track, avril Levine fell into it on not her most <clears throat> album, but the one before that, where she wrote all like serious music, and it ended up being a boring album. Mm. That's kind of the trap that I think Taylor Swift has been in, where it's, I got to write these poetic Mm. songs that all have these crazy, complex lyrics and all the symbolism and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But the music behind it and the production hasn't been backing it up. And I'll be honest with you, listening to this album made me want to hear her
0: other music. That I actually hated before, but now I actually have a new fondness towards it because it's not this. Like, I literally was like, I want to hear the you know, the Romeo and Juliet, never want to be a gnome, or whatever she says. (laughs) I'm not sure what she says, but yeah, yeah, like just go in any retail store, I'm sure you'll hear it. Yeah, like honestly, I thought to myself, man, like, I mean, I never really enjoyed those songs, but they actually were like tens compared to this so like that yeah I they're want catchy to hear and them. fun all <clears throat> right and they have just like life to them you know and i know I, under, I get it it's midnight and she's trying to do these sleepy songs but like even in a sleepy song album you gotta have a pacing you gotta have moments of of cliffs and valleys you can't just be in the valley the whole time and then you know like somewhere in that find some kind of the whole picture it just feels like one big continuous song the whole thing
2: could have been edited as one song and I wouldn't have linked an eye you know I agree well that's why I think that there's like I said hits different Mike you probably okay. didn't listen to that one but that one by far rivals mm-hmm. antihero for best song here it's a fun song reminiscent of like the 1989 full pop days that should have been on here Paris should have been on there. I think even High Infidelity should have been on the original and swapped out like Labyrinth, Vigilante shit. Even just inserting like Paris hits different high, just inserting those right into the like boring sections in place of other ones, I think would have made it a significantly more enjoyable listen through front to back. But hey, I'm not the producer, so what do I know?
1: Maybe you should produce her.
2: Yeah, well, oh, someone, do it. Put, someone put Taylor Swift in touch with me. Do it. Got it.
1: Hey, if my aunt works for Elton John and Jimmy Buffett, then you can I'll work grab. with Taylor. You can work with Taylor Swift. Anything's possible.
2: <laughs> I'll pull up. Like, I'll pull up Audacity on my computer, and we'll uh, we'll record an album that way. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll do the drum beats with it too. <laughs> nice. Oh god, it's so bad. Um uh any other like are, are we ready to go to our concluding thoughts on midnights? Yes. Thank you. I'm ready. All right, I'll go first. Then. I will get my crazy thoughts out of the way as well. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, <clears throat> you, know, you know, this is her tenth studio album. We just we just saw that as well on the Wikipedia page. Um I, I will say though, you know, is it is it as good as you know, 1989 or Lover or that era of like pop <clears throat> music? I would say no. I mean, do do but do I think it's better in <clears throat> some some ways, or maybe not always, but some ways better than Evermore and Folklore? I would say, I would have to say yes. It's it's much better than. I would say it's better than those two personally because I mean those two were like I, I just out of left field. It was very a very unique direction for her to go in, but it didn't work for everyone. I mean, it, uh, it Kyle has gone on record; he said that he, he it didn't really work for him in, at all. For me, it didn't work it work as well as, as I thought it would because it, oh, new Swift. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the album we just got, I mean, given that what it is, I would say if, uh, ranking wise. Uh, if we're going out of five, because you know me, I, I for some reason I, my mind always just goes to ten, like one to ten for some reason. I'm not sure why, but tonight I'm going to stick with the five, one to five ranking. I got you guys, don't worry.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> normally I'm like, let's go to ten, um, but for <laughs> I'm really trying. Um, I would say, but for me personally, this this album, I mean, it has its highs, it has a couple high points, especially on the deluxe stuff. That it has a, a couple, a bunch of lows. Um, like the second half of the standard edition, I felt like, as, as I said, and Kyle said pretty much the same thing too. Um, And Mike just hates yeah. it. But like the, the second half of, of the, the standard edition kind of just fell flat. Like, you know, you just questionable choices and instrumentation, all that stuff. Um, I'm going to have to go a solid 2.65 out of five. That's my rating for it. I mean, because is it like, is it, a step up though from folklore and everyone that th- that's where i'm at because like th- those are her most two re- recent releases and those like caught a lot of people off guard or like people loved it or hated it whatever but uh for me i w- this was a step up from there but it- she has to win me over a different way than just you know I-, I would love to hear welcome to new york again i would love to hear style again or shake it off <clears throat> that's their lover or even the me with brendan Yuri Panic of the disco kind of thing i would love to hear something like that again it's just a matter of, you know, her next album. Hopefully she goes in that direction again. This one was just very like, questionable choices. I mean, different sounds. It was quiet. I was like, like I told you guys, I was listening to it on the way up to Boston and I was hesitant to fall asleep. I was <laughs> like, while I'm driving. I'm like, Can we change this to American Idiot? Is that okay? <laughs> it's like, whatever. But um, no, but like, honestly, though, for me, 2.65 out of five for me for Taylor Swift's Midnight. I'm gonna get a beaten when I when, I, <laughs> when, when, so, when so someone I know finds out that rating, but that's just me. Let's jump over to um uh mixed bag Kyle or cow, mixed or, bag whatever, cow. cowl, whatever you were before. Uh, what's your rating for
0: now? Tell us your rating in Cow Face.
2: In Cowface. I yes. was about to switch over. How'd you do? Oh, go?
0: there no, you go. Really
2: in Cowface. Face, All right. yeah. So <laughs> Like I said, good album. Recency bias has really taken over here. Uh, I think it's already being overrated. I think maybe in a couple of years, people look at it and be like, yeah, it wasn't as good as we thought it was. Yeah. I do agree with JT. I think that it's definitely mm-hmm. better than Folklore and Evermore. As a total album listening experience. I think that Folklore and Evermore had higher highs. Like there's a lot more songs. That I'd give a 10 out of 10 to on those. But the album experience as a whole for those was not as good as this one. Now, I will say I did enjoy this album. I, I, I'm i not on the same wavelength as Mike, where I thought it was like a dreadful listen. Mm-hmm. thought it was enjoyable. Mostly full of sevens and eights out of tens, a couple nines, and only like two tens. And one of them being a deluxe track you can only get in on the Target CD hopefully that changes but really just again vocal effect overkill on here reverb on her voice she has a great voice i don't know why she would cover it up with the reverb and all that so much wish there was more fun stuff on here i do wish that we got back to the fun songs and the fun upbeat production styles and i don't i'm not not saying that we need fun songs for all the time but I would like an album that has peaks and valleys because the songs on here that were sevens and eights would probably work better if they were surrounded by differing styles. In the context of an album that just sounds the same throughout, it just oversaturates it with the same sounds and makes it, like Mike said, you could have just labeled this a 40 minute song and it probably would have been fine for at least most of it. With that, please. Said, please give it a two.
0: <laughs> I wish
2: I could. But with that said, uh, I'm actually gonna go 3.5. I enjoy the album a uh, decent amount. It's nowhere near her best work. I I only put it above folklore and evermore. 3.5 it is. I would kill for another album of just big large scale production doesn't even have to be fun songs could be an entire album hour and a half worth of slow songs for all I care but I want better production not that the production quality was bad I mean more just not minimalistic yeah. I don't want minimalistic <clears throat> pop anymore I don't want minimalistic indie that's my personal preference I know a lot of people like it but it's just I don't think it works for an entire album's worth of material
1: and then we finish it off with Mike
0: All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so now I'm going to do a comparison of music to food. I've done this many times. This is a very common comparison that I've made. So we all love a fat cheeseburger once in a while. It's just big, dumb, fun, nothing. It's not good for you, but hey, you know what? It's nice to have uh, some junk food once in a while to make you feel alive, to have some fun, whatever. And in a lot of ways, pop music is junk food. It is the kind of thing you indulge in and then you, you go back and you you eat your greens or your your whole greens, which could be something that's got a little more substance, something's got a little more it's harder to digest. It's not so easy to just dissect and and create. It's it's much more complex. And and uh and that's kind of um my, you know, kind of idea with this album it's a whole it's a bunch of junk food in one sitting and there's no like Kyle was saying peaks and valleys there's no complexity there's no substance to go alongside that junk that gives you that balance you're just yeah get those glasses on from uh so and uh and and since i am a a consistently consumer of music that has a lot more substance and and complexity to it this is not my wheelhouse not my um forte um it it was gonna be a 1.5 which but there's unfortunately i have a system of rating that once i give my rating for an album i deduct a album point uh and uh based on the the, like kyle saying the whole theme of the album is just one sound. It just doesn't have anything else going with it. Uh, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of um, engineering with the the beats. I only a couple times in the album that I feel like the beat actually came to life. Other times it was just kind of just like it was literally just a dry one snare and then just some bass and a dry snare. And I'm just like, I can't do this, man. I almost had to shut it off. But I powered through and... Uh, You know, I deduct half a point for as an album being um, just full of the same kind of thing. So one out of five is my official rating for this album. It's just I can't go any. I couldn't squeeze out another point, you know, because of all that. But yeah, like I said, I don't care about eating a a junk food uh, meal once in a while when it comes to music. But uh, this really... It's bad for my health, you know what I mean. So it's uh, it's definitely. Look at me. I had enough junk food as it is. So I, I just, I gotta start. I gotta head over to the gym and, you know, put on something. Well, I is that is
1: that everything, guys? That those so so we got our ratings and stuff like that.
0: huh? (laughs) (laughs) Huh? What's going on?
1: I'm having way too much <laughs> money. I'm sorry.
0: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> huh? that's all we got, um, man. That's all we got.
1: But uh, but yeah, but ultimately, everyone. That's what that uh, ultimately is. What you have to say. Jump down in the comment section below. Share your thoughts. Tweet, comment, subscribe, like. S- do whatever you have to do to follow us on our social media pages and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram as well. Uh, simply at the Super you Show. I want to thank the two fine gentlemen for bashing this piece of, I'm just kidding, for at least discussing this album with me tonight. Kyle and Mike, as always, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for joining me, as always. Just
0: remember, everyone, just being honest, opinion. No, no purposefully beating it down. It's just being happy, honest.
1: Yes, we're being brutally honest with all of our listeners out there. Don't worry, we know who you are.
2: Mike's just playing it up for the camera. He's going to go back and listen (laughs) to this every day. Uh, yeah, I got my wig. It
1: somewhere. was my favorite right. listen of
2: 2022. <laughs> we'll see it yeah. on his uh, favorites of the year list. Don't worry. <laughs> oh,
0: good. Ugh,
2: Kyle, shut up!
0: Stop sharing my secrets, <laughs> airing my dirty laundry. Jeez. Dirty laundry, anyways. Anyways, that's <laughs> gonna nice do it for us, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Listen.